This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Rangers Rabble podcast on the eve of our trip to Dingle. We'll be looking forward to all things uh, associated with that fixture. Uh, we look back uh, at Tuesday night if we can. Um, deep delve into the manager's presser um, and obviously anything you guys want to bring up as well. It is Friday night, it is the phone-in. So when you see the number scrolling along the bottom of the screen, pick up and get involved. 01416287237 is the number you need to remember. Uh, and tonight I am joined by a strong panel. Brian, how are we doing? Not bad. It's been a while. Uh, work and just other commitments. So, yeah, it's been a while, but looking forward to this one. Well, we've got Connor's son involved as well. Connor, can you just go and get your dad, please? <laughs> <laughs> ah, very good. I think he's, uh, I think he's in Turkey. He's seen your dentist, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Oh. There we go. <laughs> Oh, nice to have you on, Connor, as always. And Ian, how are we getting on? The internet's holding out. You're all right. Yeah, it's Norwich, mate. It's touch and go. Anything can happen. But that's the excitement of it. Let's go for it. As always, <laughs> we're, we're live on YouTube as well. So like and subscribe. Um, get your comments in. We'll try and pull them up and have a conversation with the guys as well. Um, listen, one place to start for me is, is the manager's press conference today because there were some interesting bits that came from it. Um, I'll start with you, Brian. He did mention, obviously, the only set of concern was, was Ridvan. He won't travel tomorrow. However, Tom Lawrence uh, and Kimar Roof are going to be on the, the bus to Dingwall. Um, he did say that uh, both, will, will, you know, they're not backups. He sees them more as starters. Was, was that a shock for you to hear that? Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I, I watched it and my, my eyebrows certainly went up when I heard that. I was like, really? I was like, Wow. Roof is an absolute starter. I was like, I could see Lawrence definitely, but the Roof one, I was kind of surprised at. Um, look, we've all spoke about Roof. For, you know, we've talked about him till the 
So with you know long in the tooth, you know he's easily our best finisher. But I'm afraid when you've got legs of chocolates, doesn't really help. Um, but hopefully, this is another another dawn on Kmart Roost Rangers' career. Is he going to stay fit for a prolonged period of time? I'd hazard a guess, no. Um, but Lawrence, massive, massive uh, inclusion in the squad. Um, one of the few guys in the squad actually that's willing to shoot from outside the box. Um, so that's a plus as well. Um, yeah, Ridvan, he's obviously not quite fit enough yet, but um, yeah, it's it's always a difficult game up in Dingwall, as, as we all know. Um, and tomorrow, I would imagine, will be no different. Um, good, strong Rangers support as usual. Um, so yeah, it's very surprising comments from him, but uh, looking forward to the game. Connor, I'll come to you. Brian touches on keeping Kimaru fit. The manager sort of said uh, regarding the European stuff, three games in, in a week for Kimaru is probably a bridge too far. But he hinted that the weekend games in the league are probably something to to sort of you know fit in with his sort of rehab and, and, and getting the most out of him. Is that something you'd go along with? Um, I think for the for the time being it would be I because you've got a you know Kimaru is. Um, has been said on here before, he's made a chocolate really. So the problem is you've got to make sure you keep him wrapped in cotton wool a bit. And um, I think that's what he's doing. I think we kind of all suspected that when he wasn't in any of the, the European squads that, that that was the thinking. Um, I think the thing that, that surprised me obviously was him mentioning the fact that he had many thoughts as a as a starter because I, I would never in a million years have thought that. And listen, I, I have you know been vocal in, in certain games where I thought maybe he could have started um, I'd have liked him maybe to have started against Morton, he didn't um, so it, it's interesting to see him saying that because he's not gave him a lot of game time and I think if you're going to build him to be a starter, he's going to need to get more minutes gradually as, as time goes on because give him 5-10 minutes here and there at the end of games that's, I don't think that's going to really fully benefit him but I, I can understand the, the concerns with the injuries obviously but hopefully Somewhere down the line, we can get him back to an element of fitness where he where he can play a part uh, in European nights as well. Because we all know he, he's had moments in those European nights where, um, you know, what I mean, he scored one of the best goals you'll ever see in a European night for his own half. Um, you know, set up Ryan Kent for what should have been a Europa League winning goal as well when he came on in extra time. So he's got that under his belt and experience. So I think we'd all like to see him. But for now, I'd, I'd say I keep him in. Uh, and fitness for the, the domestic stuff. Congratulations, Jim Sloan. Uh, he's become a YouTube member. We know Jim's a personality on, uh, in the, on the pod. He's, he's always getting involved, so cheers for becoming a member, Jim. Thank you very much for that. Um, the phone lines are open, as you can see, 01416287237. Producer Martin's sitting in the background waiting to pick up your call. <laughs> Ian, I'll come to you. Um Michael Bill sort of had a, he said it was a big frustration that he's not been able to sort of pick these two um, since obviously becoming the, the Rangers manager. <laughs> Certainly, I'm still of the, the mind that Kemar Roof, when fit, is still the best finisher at the club. As, as Brian touched on, Tom Lawrence shoots on sight, which is great because we don't have play, many players like that. Um, do you see these two, as Michael Bill painted the squad, being you know massive this season if we're going to get into Europe and uh, you know, we're playing sort of Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, whatever it may be. Um, three games in a, in, a, in a week. Do you see these two having a big part to play in that? The Kamara Roof one, yes, if he stays fit. We all caveat that with if he stays fit. 
Um, he said himself in the um, presser that uh, he'd be remiss not to rotate the squad, particularly at the moment with the size of it, for the amount of games we're playing um, week in, week out. Uh, if Roof does stay fit, and you'd like the fingers crossed, we all want him to stay fit because he is pound for pound the best finisher at the club, then I can see him being a, a regular start, a bit through the middle or out on one of the, the sides if he chooses to turn wing. Uh, Lawrence, that's a tough one because where do you put him? Because we've got an array of talent in, in the positions where he plays. Does he start over people that are already there? It's a difficult one. I mean, the, the fact that he, the, if you look back, that his last game was Ross County 364 days ago. That was the last time he put on a, a team shirt in a league. In a, so it's the same game. He's coming back in the same game. Hopefully, the same fate doesn't await him. Um, I like him. I mean, when he lined up last year against PSV to hit that free kick, I was like, he's going to shoot. There's no way he's going to shoot from there. He's not going to shoot. Then he hit it and was like, that's not going in, but it did. Um, and then he had an absolute cracking effort over there, which came back off the bar for all intents and purposes I thought was in. So he's the type of player we want everyone else to be, to shoot, see an opportunity and take it. I see Roof being more of a starter than Lawrence at the moment, just because of the position he plays in. Um I just can't see who, at the moment, Lawrence moves out of the way to play. Listen, John Batchelor, uh, he's back, the batch, £9.99 super sticker. Thanks very much for that, John. Uh, delighted to have you back on and in the comments. If you want to pick up the phone, you can do it, 0141 be great to speak to you as well. Um, Brian, we saw Tom Lawrence scored in the B-team game. I couldn't help but that Neville Southall, he's only 13, was just sort of running through my head when that goal goes in. Um, but still, um, as, as, as Ian alludes to, maybe he's not as up to speed or ahead in his programme as maybe Akeem a Aru, so it might just be direct feeding him in. But certainly if he can sort of give us the, the resurgence that we've seen for Rabbi Matondo, it'd be some, some signing. Yeah, I mean, I think the manager said as much in his press conference that, you know, he's, he's he'll play a part tomorrow. He's certainly not going to play many minutes. So it's obviously going to be a case of 20 minutes, half an hour tomorrow, a half the next game, maybe start for an hour the next. You know, he's going to, I would imagine it'll be a slow build up this process for Tom Lawrence, obviously, with coming back from, you know, an injury that's kept him out for, as Ian says, 364 days. So, um, it's not one you want to rush back. I think we, I think we, we had tried to rush him back before, and it's you know he broke down. So we've really got to be careful with this one. We don't want him breaking down again. Um, and as I say, I think this is just going to be a slow, slow build up for Tom Lawrence. You know, twenty minutes here, half an hour there, and you know we've just got to be careful with him. Um, we've been prone to rushing people back far too quick in the past, um, and Tom Lawrence is off offers something in that midfield. Um, probably only Campbell that probably does, you know, is quite sort of spicy in that midfield that will, you know, not scared to put in a, a tackle. You know, is, is, as I said before, he shoots on sight. Um, is, you know, his, his long-range shooting is tremendous. So, I mean, um, that finish against, albeit a, a B-team game, you've still got to finish it in the top corner. So, you know, the ability's always been there. It's just a case of getting them match fit. So, yep, as I say, We've just got to tread carefully with this one and, you know, not rush him too quick. Brian, I'm just going to give you the final word because I think it's important. Obviously, he was, he was a captain at Derby. Do you think his influence 
um, on the new guys and you know sort of driving standards could be could be important as well. Could be um, a guy that was a captain at another club's obviously um, led a team and you know carried them all with him. So you know he's got that leadership sort of qualities in him. Um, and I suppose although we all know the, who the captain is just now, and that's not going to change. Um, effectively, he could be the the captain of the sort of forward line, if if you could put it like that, you know, drive them on and push them on. Um, he, he obviously has certain standards that he likes to keep scoring goals for, you know, Derby chasing a championship. So he's not going to be, I, I would imagine he's one of these guys that's quite vocal and not shy in his, his own opinions. So yeah, I think absolutely he can be a lead in that team. No problem at all. That comment from Michelle. If the producer can just get that comment from Michelle back on the screen for me, because it, it links in well to what I was going to talk about. If you can find it, there we are. Next three games are huge. Uh, you feel win them, and it's some start. And Cole Marnock will be history. Connor, the manager did allude to sort of need to make up for the defeat at Rugby Park this week if we can. I kind of felt like that was a, a hint at the old firm as well as tomorrow's trip to Dingwall. Yeah, I think so. I think it will be. You know, they're big games. Um, Obviously, it's important that you make sure you go up to Dingwall tomorrow, get a result. Um, then you can look at next week as an opportunity because, you know, take the second leg against PSV out of it for a moment. When it comes to the Tarby game, that's your chance to make up for the Kilmarnock one because if you win that, you're back level on points again um, and then that game can get put to, to one side. Of course, the, the flip side of that is, if he doesn't win that, if he loses that and he falls six points behind um, this early in the season, uh, getting into the international break, that's just going to pile more pressure on him. So, yeah, it's it's big. Um, but I think clearly from his tone in the press conference today, it sounds like he's he's determined to, you know, to get those points in the board and to actually make up for that uh, commanding disappointment. And you know, to be fair. And I know more will be made of it next week, but you know there's every chance. You know you're at home at the end of the day, so you're you're expected to win. I think 99% of the games that you're playing at home. So yeah, I think it will be a, a huge witness test for Michael Beale this week. Connor, you mentioned the sort of you know how he sounded in the press conference. I feel like he's sounding a bit more bullish, and he's been banging the drum about you know biding time and giving players a chance and. I kind of feel like he, he might feel himself. People are actually starting to listen to him a bit here because um, he certainly feels a lot more confident than he did maybe 10, 10 days, 14 days ago. Definitely, yeah. And I think that that's what getting a couple of positive results can do for you. Um, you know, getting through against Servet was a good result given the pressures we were under and the fact that it wasn't the best performance. But you're away from home in Europe and you still managed to get the job done. Um, I think we all had our trepidations. Um about Tuesday night against PSV. And in some ways, he proved some of that wrong because it was, for the most part, a very, very good performance um, that, OK, we didn't win, but keeps us in the tie. And I think you can see now he is starting to feel a bit more confident. And I wonder if part of that is he's maybe starting to to work out in his own mind now what his strongest team is and, and who his strongest players are, are, are going to be going forward. Ian, I'll, I'll come to you on this one. Connor sort of touches there on worst case scenario, six points behind going into the international break. Unthinkable for me sat here right now. Uh, I'd like to think that we're, you know, we're on level pegging. However, you, you know, you've got to win your home games, as Connor says. Um, you know, how 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 pivotal 
will that be in terms of going at the 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 winter sorry, the winter break, the international break, um sort of level par? Be massive. Um I think we're, we're beginning to slowly see this team click. They're beginning to come together. I think PSV showed that. Yeah, we were under the cost for large parts of it, and you look at the, the stats in the game, but we we did we did really well, and you can see it's improving week on week. Performances might not always be there, but there is an improvement. Even the Morton game, we could have easily won that 4-5-6-1 on another day. Um, so to go in after this, I mean, I don't want to get too far ahead. I mean, the most important game is the game you've got upcoming. It always will be. I mean, we all look forward to to the old firm game, and we always will. But uh, we need to beat them. Eyebrows, there's, there's, there's no doubt about it. We need to go into that international break level with them because it puts more pressure on them. And then we need to see how they react with the fact that everything's new for them as well this season, the return of someone that not all the fans are on board with, much like us, really. I mean, it's not 100%, not all of our fans, even in our own pod, there's not 100% backing for, for, for Michael Beale. Um, so it's time to put the pressure back on them and see how they react because they haven't had any for a couple of seasons. So it's, to go in level would be absolutely massive. If we go in six points behind, as a few people have said in the comments, the pressure's right back on Beal and all those that are beginning to sort of sit on the fence a little bit and wait to see how things turn out will be back on the other side of the fence and saying he needs to go, he's not good enough, he can't beat them in the big games because it is all right beating them on a game where there's nothing at stake, but it's the big ones that count. And this is the first big one against them coming up. So these next three games are massive, all three of them. But yeah, to go into the international break, ready, level, coming back in on the other side of it, wherever our players can get a bit more time to train together and get used to the system, I think would be absolutely massive for us. Just a quick point. Ofer Hills just made a point, you know, we drew against the top team in PSV and looked lo more likely to score at the end. You know, that was that was the sort of positive for me in that game. We were more likely to score in that game at the end. We weren't hanging on, trying to, you know, 10 men behind the ball and beating back shots and whatever. We were more likely to score and should have scored. Um, albeit, there was a lot of criticism about that game on Tuesday. And I, I did the rabble daily with uh, Scott Kerr this morning. And I was glad that somebody else actually thought we actually played half decent in that game. We've got to remember, PSV, PSV are no mugs. Okay, their defence wasn't great. But going forward, my word, that, that wingers are going to tear a few teams apart. And I didn't actually think the, the PSV performance was absolutely terrible. Um, okay, it wasn't wasn't what we were wanting. But you've got to remember, we're not playing the SPL teams in the Champions League. We're playing, you know, top teams. You're, you're not going to get an easy game. So I think we just had to bear in mind who we were playing that night and you know it, it was a good performance considering who we were playing listen i don't know if you, you watched it the reaction show but we were full of positivity um after the game i mean it's the most happiness it's the most positive you're ever going to see martin so uh, if, you, if you can't get a chance jump back on that certainly um listen 0141 is open Let's get somebody on. It is a phone-in after all. Um, you just can't all be out on the town on a Friday night. Some of you must be having an early night ready for the game tomorrow. Brian, I want to stick with you, actually, because it was a point I was going to come to later on, but Leon Balligan spoke as well today. He said, he was asked about Tuesday night's game and what he can take from that and bringing it into you know future matches. And the, the thing that I love was energy and intensity. Now, 
I think when Rangers play at that level, they're a match for anyone, especially um, in domestic. I think that's the key to blowing these teams away, is playing with an energy and intensity. Is that something you think we can transfix and sorry, try transcend into tomorrow's game and, and really go for it up there? Yeah, I mean, I've always said effort. If if you're playing a, a team lower than you in, in the league and or, or like for Morton example, effort will get you so far. Um, talent and skill will take you even further, and we've got talent and skill in the, in the squad and you know in abundance compared to Ross County. With all due respect, if we play at an intense at an intensity like we did against PSV in certain parts of that game, Ross County won't be able to live with us. It's it's just it's 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 quite simple. Um, so and I, I love the way Leon Balgan was sort of speaking. You know, um, he's not looking. He wasn't, you know, he, was get, he constantly was getting asked about, you know, last season and that. And he's just like, no, nope, we're just looking forward now. Um, we can't look back, you know. Even the Kamarna game, he was sort of dismissing and saying, you know, end of, you know, that's gone. We've just got to look forward. We can't do anything about it. So, Big Leon's um, got the positivity. Um, and, you know, it's, we just need a fast start tomorrow. Um, a quick goal. Um, put the pile of the pressure onto Ross County. Make them have to come out and do something. And, you know, we have the better players. It's just a case of executing the plan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Absolutely. Um, couldn't have said it better myself. Sorry. So, Connor, I'll come to you just on, on Balogun and carrying on from that because I did think, like Brian says, he spoke really, really well. He was sort of pressured on Rangers' performances last season uh, in the Champions League. Um, you know, I, I think they were maybe trying to allude to, you know, the doings that we took, uh, but he did say, you know, you compete with the best, you got to bring your best, uh, and if you don't, things could get ugly. Now, he then went on to say how about personal motivation from not just himself, having never played in the Champions League, but other players in the squad was going to get them there. I just thought it was really great to hear from a man who's got, you know, sort of real broad shoulders and a level head. Oh, definitely. Listen, Leon Ballingen is, uh, he's unflappable where things like that are concerned. Um, you know, he was part of a Rangers squad that that was inches away from writing its name in history um, for good. And you can't forget that. He, he brought, um, along with the other members of that squad, he brought the title back to Ibrox. Um, he was part of a squad that brought a Scottish Cup back and he was part of a squad that got Europa League back. So he's been in those big moments. He knows what it's all about. Um, I always find it strange when you ask a player who wasn't actually part of the team last year, um, about last the last campaign because it had nothing to do with him. Um, he wasn't in that back line that get absolutely demolished and picked apart by Liverpool. Um, but at the end of the day, I think you know the, the Champions League. We all know that when you go into the Champions League, you're probably thinking as a Rangers fan, right? If we can finish third, get into the Europa League because there should be a team below you with the way that the pots work that you can you can beat. Um, and that's that's what you look at. Anything above that would be a bonus. Obviously, you want to give a good account of yourself. I think last year, 
they were let down a bit, but I also think it showed the, the inexperience of a squad of players who, most of which had never played in the Champions League before. Um, and as a club, we hadn't played in the Champions League in well over a decade either. So there was a lot to learn from that from that campaign. And and I can definitely say that I, that I think we will, if we go into that group stage, we'll show that, that we've learned that. Um, I mean, you also kind of legislate for the kind of group we have. We lost him. We lost Connor there. He just sort of froze, didn't he? He was in mid-flow there, wasn't he? Mid-flow as well. Uh, okay, Ian, I'll come to you then because there is a game tomorrow. We are going to talk about that, but there's a couple of things I just want to sort of wrap up from the present before we jump on. Oh, he's back, Connor. <laughs> we, 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 we were just sitting mid-flow there. Do you want to sort of finish off or is, it, is that done you? Is that a kick in the, the Davina McCall's, was that? That was a kick in the Davina's eye. I've kind of lost my Listen, don't worry. Don't worry about it. Because <laughs> um, I say we want to try and wrap up the press up and then, and then have a wee bit of a, a chat about the game tomorrow. So it was just again on, on, on Balogun and he was sort of pressed on um, maybe having to fight for his position, Goldson and Suter particularly playing well. Um, he did sort of say um, that uh, whoever lines up, it's you know, you've got to try and get the best out of each other. Uh, and then he sort of spoke to a highlight of John Suter as well. What, what did you make of his comments? Are he, you know, pairings and sort of trying to get the best of her, out of whoever you're playing with? It doesn't matter who you put in there. You want them to be a team that's going to get the best out of each other. Um, ideally, you want a right footer and a left footer in there, but I don't think you can actually take Suter out of the team at the moment because he's, he's been far too good. If anything, he's probably been... I mean, I know Connor's just coming back from injury and overall he will be the number one centre-back with A and other. But at the moment, Suter's been our best centre-back even going into the end of last season. So I don't see how... He actually drops out the team at this point. So, but it is good that we've now got four fit centre backs, uh, four main starting centre backs. You've got Long King as well, who is fit and ready to go. So, if anybody um, does drop, there's someone there to take their place, which must keep you on your toes. So, it's it's a great place to be compared to where we were last season, where it was right, um, just nip out onto the streets, see who's walking by, and see if they can play centre back today. Uh, at one point, I think my phone went, but my knees are done, so I couldn't play. Um, so it's a better position than we were last season. We're not so worried about having two centre midfield players in there. We know that we're going to get two centre backs, and I don't think anybody at this point has actually let us down because when Balogun came in, I thought he was excellent. So there's pressure on everybody to keep sharp. If they don't keep sharp, they're going to be out of the team, and it's a brilliant position to be in. Absolutely. Um, I think we've actually got our first call of the night, brilliantly timed. And it's um, it's phone in legend Alex. Alex, how are you doing? I'm not bad, my friend. How are you? Oh, champion! It's Friday night. It's a bank holiday in England, so I'm looking forward to a three day bender. Right, neighbour, me a couple of pints will do me for that. <laughs> What's your point for the guys? Just want to say how happy I am eh, with things the way they're going. I think we need a wee bit of an uplift, you know. We've been quite depressed about stuff. Eh, basically, delighted with that score in Europe. Never thought we are going to get anywhere near that result. Eh, we have to keep things moving on. We have to make sure that we beat Ross County and then go across there with a positive attitude. Yeah, I remember your call Monday. I don't know if it was the first one or the second one, but you, were, you thought we were going to get trounced. 
Uh, Brian, obviously you were there. Um, you sharing in the you were sharing the positivity only just five ten minutes ago. Alex is spot on in what he says. It's, it's important that we go and you know don't dwell on that and, and keep the momentum going tomorrow. Absolutely, and um, I think Ali McCleary was saying in the comments not long ago that we hadn't beat County in three years. Well, we beat them in 2020, December 2022, 1-0 up there. So it hasn't been three years since we've won up there. But, um, yeah, I mean, the intensity was all there uh, against PSV. Um, we've just got to, you know, as I say, the momentum's there now. We've, we've got we've got a bit of confidence from playing a top, a top team like PSV. Um, it's just a case of more of the same, please. Um, the, it's the intensity that, for me, needs to be there. Um, there's been a couple of league games where the league sort of the, the intensity in the league's not been there, and we've suffered from that, and we've struggled to win. I think, as I said before, if we play at a certain intensity with the skill and the the tactical mouse that we've got against Ross Counties and teams like that, you, you will win no problem. But we've got you've got to match the the sort of the desire and the intensity of the, of the other team at, at the very least. Um, I, I there's times we've played. I mean, R Kelly, for example, the, the intensity just wasn't there, it was slow, it was cumbersome. So, as I said before, the intensity and effort will get you so far, but the skill and you know, the better players will take you beyond. Alec, I would say, Alec, uh, just what was it in particular you saw on Tuesday night that's, that's made you feel so positive? Well, I'll tell you what, at the end of the game, Peter Bosch, right? That's the man who knows the drill, by the way. A wee joke in that by for for you. Uh, he said that they were playing flat out, okay? So if that was PSV playing flat out and we can match that kind of stuff, which we did do, all the very better for it. And none of this moaning and groaning about we were the better team, we had so much possession in the first half. It's who puts the ball in the back of the net. How many times have we seen Rangers playing and playing and playing and getting stuffed by the odd goal? After we've, we've been absolutely like 70% plus in charge of a game, it's happened so often to us. It's nice to see it getting its own way. It make, things make up for each other, you know. And by the way, just a wee quick, what a pass that was through to that goal. From he bent it like a boomerang. I called myself a boomerang the last time I phoned, you know, remember? Uh, I said, what a pass that was. Listen, Alex, some great points tonight. Come on. I, I like happy, positive Alex. Really good call. And the Peter Bosch joke is going in my notebook. I'm stealing that. Cheers, Alex. Thank you. Never no mate. Cheers. All the best to you. All yeah, Alex has started us off on a nice, positive note. I like that. Um, I think he's eclipsed himself from Monday night. Um, yeah, so 0141. Uh, 628-7237 nearly got another number there like and subscribe as well, we are on YouTube um, it does help the podcast grow and, and, and become more uh, visible as well, so we do welcome that um, yeah, call the number you could be on next, uh, Martin's sitting there patiently waiting for your next call, but that was a good one to start us off um, and hopefully the positivity continues into um, what is a, a, an important weekend for us uh, Colin, I'll come to you, just on some of Alex's points there um, Dessers is assist do you think that, that he's done enough Dessers the other night to start tomorrow? Um, I would think so, I, I, I think, listen, the guys had a lot of stick from myself included. Um, you know, in fact, I sat here 
on Monday night, and I think I said that I'd have started Danilo rather than Bessels. Um, I think, you know, a game like that against Ross County, he shouldn't, you know, he should get some good opportunities. And I think the more he gets, um, you know, this kind of assist he got there, that's going to build his, his confidence um, if he gets a couple more goals in the bag as well. I think it's all going to help. Um, and I think it's important that if you're going to try and build a team that can gel together, you need a level of consistency. Albeit that doesn't mean you just blindly play players if they're no putting in a shift for you. But um, I think having that level of consistency with the front three might help to get a better understanding. Because we've seen in the past, there was times, you know, I think at their very, very best, there was there was times where you would, would say that Ryan Kent and and Morelos had almost a telepathic understanding of where one was going to go. Um, you know, you're talking maybe for the, the 55 season where they were at their, their, their top draw best. You can see that, and that's what you're looking for again. So I I, I think he'll start and, and hopefully get us a, a couple of goals and a comfortable win to come back down the road with. Well, we could die to with that. Uh, Chris is waiting. Chris, you're through the Rangers Rabble phoning. How are we doing, my friend? Not bad, love it. How's yourself? Champion, listen, thanks for calling. What's your point for the guys? Um, I've got some points. Um, the first one is about Hadji. I, I would like him to stay because I think he's a terrific player. But he's not going to be in the starting lineup. So it's really down to Hadji if he's happy being a sub. And also as well, I watched the game on Tuesday. I wish I was there, but I was working so I couldn't make it. Because... I live in Northampton, but I've been sporting Rangers for nearly 45 years, so my family as well sported them. But like I said, Taji, I had to watch the game on Tuesday, and I did say to last week about um, Intes, and I was, I was glad he was playing because basically my mid free free is with Intes, Raskin, and Todd. I don't know about you, Brian, but I think they free basically. Are midfield starters. I would basically, I would give my team for PSV next week. I would go with Barton, Tavernier, Goldson, um, Suter, Yamas. My three midfield is Ventes, um, Raskin, Todd. And I would actually give a Tondo a chance. I don't know what you use. I he's not always produced, but you know. You like to almost scored two goals on Tuesday. He was a little bit inches away from that volley. So if he started doing volleys, fair yards out, we must be doing something right. <laughs> well, let's let's take your let's take your first well, point, Ian. Ian, let's take your uh, sorry, Chris. Let me just take your first point. We covered a lot of ground there. Ian, Yanis uh, Hadji. Now the manager spoke today, saying we're loaded in attacking positions. Um, there's a I felt like there was a small dig at Yanis's um, revelations after the game against Morton because he said that they were sort of adult conversations that he didn't think would get out. Um, what, what's your thoughts? Do you think we're going to cash in? There's been links to a Turkish team yesterday. Um, Maccabi Tel Aviv today uh, reported numbers of £4 million quid. That's that's something that the club won't turn down, right? I can't see the club turning down £4 million. He's not going to start many games. I'm a Christa. I'd like him to stay. I say he is that type of player that um, can spot passes that other players in our team can't. Um, I think it's one of the one of the few things that me and James generally agree on is that Hadji's a player that needs to stay at the club. But if Todd wants first-team football week in, week out, he's not going to get it here. Much the same as Scott Wright says he wants 
week football week in week out. I'm not comparing the two, so don't jump at me. Um, but they do if they want first team football week in week out at the moment, they're not going to get it here, so they're going to need to go elsewhere. Um, four million is a little bit on the low side. But... No, carry on, Chris. No, you've got to think. You've got to think about does is Romania manager be happy being had basically fourth or fifth choice? I think he should stay because he's a cracking player, but realistically, is he going to even go and get in the bench with um, Rollins when he comes back? That's how you got to look at it. No, I can't see it. But the problem is, if you get four million for him, how much is it going to cost to get an high-quality player equal variety as Haji? Eight, nine million we'll have to pay? But you've just said yourself, we've got a returning Tom Lawrence who's, who's more than capable of filling that void. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, Brian, just before we, we let Chris go, he was picking his team for Tuesday. Um, I'm sort of thinking about tomorrow more so. Do you think Rabi Matondo starts ahead of, ahead of Seema as uh, Chris is starting in, in Eindhoven? So Matondo starts tomorrow and Seema starts on Wednesdays, what you're suggesting? Well, Chris, Chris said yeah. uh, Rabi starting in, in Tuesday, uh, starting in, in, in Eindhoven, I think he said, but. I, w- I was sort of thinking, does he get in tomorrow? You've got, to think, he, you've got to think he's safe. Because when he came on, Einhoven defence was absolutely scared to death. So you've got to think, he's got to have space because they're going to have to come forward because they're at home. And he, I think you'll be able to take it. But the problem with Tondo is, how often does he turn up? I, I, I watched them last year and you probably can couldn't one hand on many good performances he's had. So just because he had a good 20 minutes at Ibox against PSV doesn't mean he's a world beater. He's got to do a consistency. Well, That's the key we have turned towards. To get consistency, you've got to get games and Matondo just wasn't getting games. Um <sighs> I would more. I would be more inclined for him playing against Eindhoven more than uh, Dingwall, purely because there'll be more room for him in Eindhoven than uh, Dingwall. Dingwall's a, a, a sm- much much smaller sort of pitch than the Eindhoven one, I would imagine. So I would I would be more inclined oh, well, for him to play against I'll Eindhoven. You, I'll give you my old time Rangers, David Cooper. You could have tied David Cooper shoelaces. Oh, listen, I think that's... As much as I, I love no, your passion... You're probably, David, it, you're probably a bit too young. No, but listen, I, I admire your passion for David yeah. Cooper, but there's no way we can compare him to Rabbi Matondo tonight. There's too much going on. Chris, thanks for your call. Make sure you call again soon, OK? No problem, Robert. Cheers, mate. All the best. No problem, mate. Brian, just to, just to you, obviously saying you wouldn't start Matondo tomorrow, I think he's got to get on at some point in time, put that ghost away that he had, that horrific one-on-one up there, if you remember... Um, and, and, and sort of fluffed it and couldn't, couldn't beat the goalie. So I, I think he's got to get on at some stage. I think he's got something to offer on the left-hand side at the minute. So, you know, straight where the, the iron's hot and all that. Um, there was a, a, a point, a 499 super sticker, I think it, it came up. If we can just pull that up, if we can get that talking about. The stick that Tondo has taken over the last year and he showed the last few games that he could potentially have it. Well chuffed for the lad. Connor, it's, it's great sentiment. It is great sentiment. And listen, you know, it's natural because... When you've seen him up until probably that game against PSV when he really came on to a game, although 
I actually thought he played really well against Livingston as well. Um, in that game, um, for me, I, I kind of seen him in that game and thought, you know, maybe maybe there's something we can do there. Um, but obviously, till that point, he had to prove himself, and he's still got to prove himself because, listen, one game does not a world class player make. You know, he's got to go and um, keep that level of consistency up, and hopefully, um, he can he can force his way into being a regular starter because I do think he's a he's a good footballer. Um, I think the pace he's got will come in brilliant in certain um, games. I think you're playing teams like Ross County who are just going to sit back and try and frustrate you for a lot of the game and then come out and count us. If you've got somebody like him who, when they've come out a bit to go for a chance, can switch it on and get right down in their throats quickly, that's going to help you. Um, so, aye, you know, I'm, I'm happy for Matondo that he's, he's getting a good bit of praise right now. Um but he's got to keep on proving himself. Um, otherwise, that criticism will come back because players like that, that's that's what happens with them. Thanks for the, the super sticker, Gaza Buck, or whatever it is. I, I can never get to terms with this. That's when I know I'm old, but I don't know if it's a super sticker, a super chat. I just super know it's chat. a good thing, and we've got to talk about it. So cheers, Gaza Buck. Um, he still thinks it's super trooper. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just 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 on Rabin Matondo, and, and and it was a point that that, that Martin actually made on uh, mm. Rabble Extra the other night. I believe it was on. I can't remember. I've been on that many shows this week. Um, and Martin was just saying how great it is to you know when a player proves us wrong, and I, and I kind of feel that that was a point well made because as much of the the, the stick that Gaza boxes that Matondo's taking, it's great to actually see him contributing uh, and playing actually with a freedom as well. So uh, long may that continue, and hopefully. Uh, it continues again tomorrow. Um, I thought we we're going to get another call there, but we're not. So 01416287237. If you dial now, you could be on next. You could be chatting with the guys. Um, so that would be great to have you on. Um, Ian, I'll come to you. Um, just on, sort of, we, we delved into to Yanis Hadji there. You spoke about him um, and, and your thoughts as well. Glenn Kamara, that one looks pretty much a done deal. That'll be done before the, the, the window slams shut, as they say. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, um, we were all hoping it would be done before now because it's there's something that both Glenn and the club need to, to to do. He needs to get on and get on with his career. We need to, to close that book, get him off the wage bill, and hopefully opens up for possibility of bringing maybe one or two more in before this window shuts with his money, but uh, the five million from Champions League, the Sakala money, possibly another four million to chuck on top of that if Hadji does go. Um, so. Yeah, it's just something that needs to be done for the betterment of everybody, really. Um, it's a shame. I mean, for, for the um, 50 grand, you can't say we haven't got our money's worth out of Glen Kamara. I think uh, the Leipzig goal alone probably pays that back and then some. But he's, you can't knock a player that's cost us 50 grand and is going to walk out for potentially 5.5 million. Um, goes with uh, probably all the blessings of everybody in, in the support and at the club. He has been a decent player for us. It's just a, sh- a shame it's kind of ended the way it has, really. But it's a good uh, good for everybody. So good luck to him. 
Point well made. Um, listen, we've got another caller. Porter, welcome back to the Rangers Rabble Forum. How are you doing, my friend? All right, boys. How are you doing? Smash and I, listen, delighted you've called back up. What's your point for the gents? Um, it's just a few points, mate. But my first point is about uh, Robbie Matondo, mate. Um, obviously, he's had a stop and start season, mate. Well, a stop and start spell at Rangers, mate. But um, last season, when he first came in, mate, I was quite excited. Well, I was at the, the pre-season games last season against West Ham and Spurs. And it, mate, he looked brilliant. And I was very excited about him. And what I suppose going to be maybe player of the season, then obviously it just never happened, did it? Um, but what I will say is, mate, um, obviously last season, um, he didn't hit the heights that we were all hoping for. But Kent's not there anymore, mate, and his preferred position is the rest, right? And I know he's no, he's had his, his issues in that, and he had, he had a big injury last season, and it did that, and basically just hampered the full season for him, right? But see, at the end of last season, mate, he was in the gym and that, he was working hard, he was like, he did look determined to try and make his, make, make his way back to the team. And then, obviously, he didn't really play a lot, then he got a few games at the end of the season, mate, against Celtic and that, mate. He was quite good against Celtic, mate. I know he wasn't like, he wasn't, he didn't score it, right? But him and Sakala that game were pretty good. This season, mate, I, I've heard people saying he's a confidence player, and I agree with that, I think he is a confidence player, mate. But, his confidence is hiding it, so they don't think they should be maybe playing him to give him a game or two when he's confident to see if he is going to be the real deal for us or if he's not. And because if he is, if he is going to be the player that we're all hoping for, mate, I just think this is the right time to play him. You know what I mean? I would say, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, you're kind of swinging my opinion back to. Maybe starting him tomorrow. Um, I was sort of an opinion starting him in midweek. Sorry, at sorry, sorry. I'll just, I'll just cut on. I'll just put on before you say because he was playing right wing last season, mate. And mm. against the, uh, I, I don't think he started against West Ham. I think he came on right and he set, he set up a goal. You could see the pace right away, right? You can tell he just wants to run with the ball, take people on, which is good, mate. You need that because I think sometimes up front, you know. Like, see, my, I'm not I'm no ruling the guy out, right? But sometimes you're like, what, what kind of player is he? Because he seems to know, I don't know, I know he's got a lot of pace, see, but sometimes he seems hesitant to take people on. And he doesn't think he always beat the player, but he can win his free kicks, he can get his corners, um, do you know what I mean? Even throwings, mate. I just think he always seems to back to run a wee bit, then cut in. But, but when Rabbit came on against uh, PSV, obviously he scored that, mate. It was a lovely finish for the boy. Um, but he, he was running into the box against players. He was taking the pass one, maybe two, and then losing it. And you're like, ah, I'm all right with you losing the ball, mate, if you're trying to do the right thing, so you get what I mean. I mean, as I said earlier, Porter, I think my only concern about him starting tomorrow is obviously the room on the pitch that you'll you know that he might not have. Yeah, um, obviously, obviously the the Dingwall pitch is, I would say, a little bit smaller than the the Eindhoven one. He might get a bit more room in Eindhoven and cause. A bit more problems for us on the counter attack, um, because obviously PSV playing at home, they will probably have a, a decent amount of the ball. Um, but you make the point; he's 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 on a, a rich, you know, he's he's playing well. He's scored in midweek, so there's there is a argument for starting him and uh, starting him tomorrow. Well, as you say, strike with Aaron's hot, so it's a it's a it's a nice dilemma to have. As Curry was saying earlier, you know, it's it's nice to have speaking about players that are in form and. You know, debating yeah. who's who's playing. So 
it's it's going to be an interesting team lineup tomorrow, that's for sure. No, definitely. And, and just what I'm about to say, mate, before, obviously, I'll, I'll let you think about this, mate. Obviously, it's a massive week for Rangers, mate. We need to win tomorrow. Eh, fucking Marvel, mate. That was obviously... We can't go two away games in a row without winning. Um, I do think we'll win tomorrow, mate. I just hope we do. Obviously, if we win tomorrow, mate, the PSG games are 50-50. I mean, I'm no uh, being defeatist or anything, mate, but... I don't care. Like, I do care, right? I want to go to the Champions League. I'm no, like, but it's not my main concern this season, if you know what I mean. Rangers have been good in Europe, mate, the last few years, except last season, mate, uh, in the Champions League. It was a hard one to watch. But we had the group of death, mate. Like, Napoli won CDR. Ajax are always a good team in Liverpool. But what my point is, is domestically, mate, we need to win trophies this season. We need to, domestically, we've not been good enough. We, we need to win uh, trophies this season. And I just feel that if we can beat Ross County tomorrow, just say we did get through against PSV, which, listen, it's a 50-50 game. I think there's every chance we will. And just say we beat Celtic at Ibrox. I mean, this is one of the weeks that these players will just, every day, if everything goes perfect, they just won't look back for you. They'll just keep your season on. And you have me phoning every week, Ron. Come on, Listen, brilliant, Porter. That's uh, that's made me smile. And I hope to God you're right that we, you know, we do get the momentum of the, the week and um, we do go charging on. So thanks for your call, uh, Porter. Uh, Any time, mate. Thank you. Hey, boys, all the best. Bye bye. Cheers. Thank you, Connor. He makes some some great points, some great positivity again uh, for the caller. Um, just on you know how how important um, the momentum could be if things all align for us. Absolutely. I mean, it's amazing isn't it, what uh, what one result can can do for the the, the mindset. Um, you know, I mean, this time a week ago we were quite feeling quite so positive, but all of a sudden you get a, a good performance and a decent result uh, during the weekend. Um, you know, we're all feeling a bit more chipper about things. Um, but I think obviously, you know, there's no great way to build momentum than to get wins on the board. Um, so I think if they get a good win tomorrow. And then, you know, look to midweek. I think it's going to give them that boost. Um, obviously, ideally, um, you know, if you can be comfortable um, tomorrow and, and maybe get a, a couple of goal with or whatever, you can then maybe look at can you rest some players when I on the game midweek? Because obviously you want everybody to get through that game unscathed as well um, without any kind of injury problems. Um, and you'll be fine. And obviously, just to touch on the point he was talking about with Europe in general, in terms of the Champions League and the Europa League, we all want to be in the Champions League. I, I wouldn't care if that means having to watch us getting beat 4 or 5 now off of the best teams on the planet, because at the end of the day, that's that's your witness test. When you're a big club like this, that's where you want to be, you know, challenging yourself. Um, let's go against the best players. Um, so, but, you know, we've got a pretty good run, uh, you know, record of having runs in the Europa League as well, which I suspect if we get into the Champions League, we may well end up in anyway. So, um, you know, let, let's just focus on getting to the Champions League first and we can worry about chatting about the Europa League when that when that happens. 
I just wanted to get into the Champions League to hear Porter ring up and say, come on, I love that, that was brilliant. Um, so, listen, as always, like and subscribe, all that nonsense, um, we do need it, uh, we do appreciate it, it really does help the podcast, as I said before, and as well, you know, we are available on Patreon, if you like what you're listening to, uh, you can get a bit more content there as well. Um, nine o'clock tonight, for instance, you've got the Legends series with Brian and Wilf, uh, they've been hard at it. Uh, talking about Davey Robertson. So that'll be out at 9pm for Rabble Directors over on Patreon. Um, we've still got time as we hit the home straight for another couple of calls. So 0141628 uh, Get on, get your points to the panel. Uh, they've been brilliant tonight uh, and we've still got them for another uh, 10 minutes or so. So let's work them hard if we can. Um, Ian, I'll come to you because the manager was asked about transfers today. Now, we have sort of touched on the couple of outgoings. It seems to always fall on you. You're the you're the, the, the Michael Bridge tonight. Um, uh, Haji, uh, we've dealt with. Kemal Roof, we've dealt with. Interestingly, he did say, uh, when asked about uh, defensive areas and, and players coming in, um, so they may respond to it if there's anything out of the ordinary. Uh, and the defensive area was a possibility, but not a definitive. Yeah, it was very unlike Michael Beale not to just say, yeah, we're going for this guy. Um, he played that one quite close to his chest. Um, we've had a lot of, of names recently linked in. Uh, Matey boy at, at Millwall, but I think he's just signed a new contract, has he not, with Millwall? Uh, so probably, yeah, Cooper. So I think he's he's probably now no longer a target because that's going to just cost us more money. Um, Suter's brother, uh, apart from watching him in the World Cup, over the winter, I haven't really seen him play much because I don't think he played a great deal for Stoke whenever I watched uh, the EFL show down here. Um, so I've not really seen him play, uh, but or maybe it's just somebody completely different. Um, it's one of those weird ones because normally Michael Bill gives you some kind of clue or indication of where we're looking, and he didn't on this occasion. So I think we need it. I think we do need some extra cover. Uh, we do have defenders that are injury-prone. We know this. So... I think another another backup there would be quite nice, but I don't think you're going to get the likes of Cooper and, and Suter's brother coming in to play backup anyway. So interesting times ahead to see who that could be. Is it him or will it be the... Well, we're actually going to get involved in deadline day. Are we actually going to be sitting there till midnight waiting to see breaking Rangers of signed X on, on deadline day, which would be nice because we haven't had that in a couple of seasons. Brian, just just on sort of reading between the lines, right? We're allowed to do that as a podcast. We can sort of, we can make stuff up. Um, Eden Hazard coming to Rangers. That was that was a, that was from a cracking source last night. Um, just on the manager sort of saying uh, we may respond to it if there's anything out of the ordinary. Now, to me, two and two together, getting five. Would that then suggest would would maybe a Ben Davies moving on be something out of the ordinary? Would then we'd react to by bringing in a Harry Suter on loan? Is he a left sided centre half? I don't let's think just, he is. But let's, let's just say he is for the topic of conversation in the podcast. Well, if he is, then, yeah, if he is, then you can see it happening. But I think Michael Beale wants a left-sided centre-half to come in um, to replace Davies because I think it's quite obvious that he doesn't fancy Davies. He's not featured. We've not seen him. So I would quite – wouldn't be at all surprised if Mr. if Ben Davis, Davies is out the door before the window shuts. Um <sighs> Two brothers at the same club, hmm, not sure. <laughs> Hasn't happened for a long time, so I'm not sure about that one. Um, I, like Ian, I've not seen much of him. I've only seen him in the World Cup, and he got sort of reviews, good rave reviews there. Um, so not too sure about that one. I mean, let's be honest, the Eden Hazard chat, 
the only way you believe that is if you're a Martian from outer space and you you've just seen that. I mean, if you ever if anybody believes that sort of part, then you really need to have a look at yourself. But I mean, no, it, that was that's just pure banter. There's no other no other explanation for that. I'm afraid if you, if you can't see the funny side of that, then just give up. Well, Brian, obviously, I've just been reminded. Obviously, the McCrories were, were brothers, weren't they? So, yeah, um, suppose, we, yeah. we we do have. We do have another caller waiting. John, John, welcome to the Rangers Rabble podcast. You're live on the phone in. What's your point for the for the guys tonight? Uh, good evening, everybody. Uh, nice to talk to you. Uh, my point is this. Uh, we, this is a really important week for Rangers. The next three games are, in my opinion, crucial. We need to obviously win against Ross County tomorrow and hopefully get through against PSB. And beat Celtic next weekend. Uh, I'm, my question is: Do we make any drastic changes tomorrow to keep players on Wednesday and possibly next weekend as well? Or do, do we go with a, 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 a fully strength, a fully strong team, and hope that nobody gets injured or, or, or battled by a hammer thrower, and we, we don't carry any injuries? Uh, because the players we've got that are playing really well, we need to keep them injury-free and able to play. I'm just wondering if you think we should make any changes tomorrow or do we go with more or less the same team that played against PSV during the week? Well, I mean, to be fair, John, I think it's one of those kind of games you're playing against a side in Ross County away from home that we have had our, our, our you know trials and tribulations up there at times and I think Michael Beale will be wanting to make sure that he gets three points in the bag Um you know, before he looks at it, I think you could maybe make one or two slight changes. Um, you know, you could maybe see him personally. I, I'd, I'd throw Balligan in there, get him starting. Um, there's no reason you couldn't give uh, either Suter or Goldson a rest um, with, with a game in mind. Maybe Arabi Matondo uh, gets a start over Sima. Um, I think you might see small changes like that, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't think he'll make any. Any drastic changes tomorrow? I think he'll kind of go with a similar starting lineup and then hope that he can get maybe, um, a, you know, a lead with a couple of goals maybe before the other mark and then start to make the, the changes with, with an eye uh, on journey Because the one thing we can't afford to do, having spoken about it earlier, we can't afford to go and drop any points up there tomorrow. No way, no way the game we've got coming along next week because yeah. then that would take away the opportunity to get parity again. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree with you, Connor. Because the, the one of the the things that we don't want to happen is we don't pick up maximum points tomorrow, and we get put out by PSV. Then the pressure mounts for the old firm game, uh, and we all know what they're like. It can be a lottery at times. But I was just wondering if that's the the, the case, and let's 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 see that Celtic beat us. You think that's our season knackered then? I don't think it's it's knackered, but it's 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 tougher um, because there's still two more games to go, and anything can happen. And they're not playing well themselves at the moment, so they can drop points. They they, they look at uh, they're out the one cup already. Uh, they struggled probably more than we did against Kilmarnock to get through them. Uh, so I wouldn't say it was completely knackered so early in the season. Stranger things can happen. I mean, we you think the first season that Andrew was in, we beat them at Ibrox, and everybody said that that was their season knackered. And they went on to win the league. So. Um, for me, I kind of go against it. I think you play your, your strongest team, get the game won, then make the changes. 
you got five subs now. Get the game one, bring the, and then just make the five changes and get the players off. Because um, all three games are important. Ross County is important. PSV is important. Celtic's important. So win all three. Go into the winter break level. Play the strongest team you have available to you. We've got a massive squad and we've got quality players to fill the gaps if someone gets injured. So I don't think it will knacker our season, but it will put a hell of a lot of pressure on them. But I would play the strongest team I've got available to me. John? Yeah, I agree with you. Yes. Just, be, just before you come on, we were sort of talking about um, as the window sort of, you know, comes to, 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 to close. Is there any areas you feel that we need to sort of strengthen just before uh, we get into this Champions League and, and make sure? Uh, possibly either a left back or a right back, just to give uh, Borna and Tav back up in case something happens or, or maybe they, they have a drop of form because Yilmaz isn't ready to come back yet. Uh, I don't think Beale should, Michael Beale should risk him in case he gets injured again because he seems to be very injury prone and we don't really have any backup for right back if, if something happens to Tav or he has a drop of form. Uh, other than that, we're pretty strong everywhere else. I mean, let's talk about uh, bringing Morelis back. I think that's just ridiculous. Because he didn't do anything uh, for a long, you know, for, for a good while. But other than other than right and left back, nah, I think we're pretty strong everywhere else. John, brilliant call. Please do call again, all right? I will do. Nice to talk to you all. And you uh, too, come on, come the Rangers. Come on, the Rangers. See you later. Brilliant call. Listen, calls have been great tonight, guys. We have made it to the end of the show. Um, some good stuff. A good shift. Um, I will just reiterate as well, Rabble Directors, 9pm, so we've got enough time to stick the kettle on. Um, there'll be the Legend Series continues with, with Brian and Wilf um, with Davey Robertson. Brian there, uh, the, Darth Vader, the Darth, Darth Vader version, that's not you, Brian, is it home? Uh, super sticker, £5. Thank you very much, Brian. Uh, thank you for supporting the podcast. We do appreciate it. Um, back tomorrow, as always, for, for the build-up uh, and the reaction. Uh, looking forward to that as well. I'm sure it'll be another positive day um, in the hands of Martin. Um, but listen, thanks for listening tonight. Thanks for all your comments as well. And obviously, thanks for your calls. Um, that's been the Rangers Rebel uh, podcast. Morning. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.